This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. Hopefully everybody's having a good Thursday afternoon. It is the year-end show. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And today we are going over NFL Week 17 previews, and we got some bold business to discuss because, my goodness, what happened at the end of the Arms Forces Bowl, or Armed Forces Bowl was, uh, was utter mayhem. And there's not many more things that are better to talk about than fights between football teams. So, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, but not a super long show today. We did want to make sure that we got one last one in before the end of the year. And, hey, it's New Year's Eve. We are ready to rock and roll. Let's go ahead and do this. First things first, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Obviously, everything that you need to know about us is over there, everywhere that you need to subscribe, everything else. Terry jumps in. Uh, Let's see what it is. Um, Let's see. How about that fight after the state game? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to talk about it. Um, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF is where you can find all of our college football gambling content. we got articles up over there. We've got a video previewing every single bowl game. Sometimes they are not the most up-to-date because of all the opt-outs and everything else. The San Jose State thing today, whew, man, you want to talk about crazy. Wow. Uh, they, they announced, bad, bad. Well, I mean, the game itself, definitely bad, but they announced like, I mean, what, 10 guys out with a bunch of starters are out and... Both coordinators were out. And now, you know, we've got the, um, what is the, Tony Elliott, the offensive coordinator for Clemson, is not going to be calling plays on Friday night in the Sugar Bowl. Because he's got COVID. Yeah. So, I mean. That could could be a problem. Yes. I I agree 100%. Now, if if they had anybody other than Trevor Lawrence back there, because I feel like Trevor Lawrence at this point could probably call his own offense and he'd be fine. But. But we'll see. I mean, you never know. You never know with these things. Uh, tell me your thoughts on the Mississippi State-Tulsa fight. Man, it was ugly. So that game was really ugly, okay? So it was, man, they, they were kind of getting after one another before the game started, and then all game, it was pretty chippy. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen a brawl get that ugly in a while. Guys getting on the ground and other guys just surrounding them and then kicking them while they're down and stuff like that. Man, that's... It made me immediately think of the, what was it, the Boca Raton Bowl or the whatever bowl between Memphis and uh, BYU several years, years ago. A couple years ago, yeah. So Yeah, no, yeah, it was it was ugly. Uh, number one for Tulsa at, when it was all said and done was kind of being carried off the field. They said he was having troubles breathing, um, stuff like that. And, and you could see there was a Tulsa guy and a state guy on the ground together. And then like four or five state guys – kind of got involved in that and then one jumped in to got involved in that and then got surrounded by like 10 state guys. Yeah. And and it it seemed like one got the got the worst of it. So. Steven jumps in he said suspensions have to be coming for Mississippi State and Tulsa. Yeah, I would have to imagine. I mean, my god, I I don't know that you can just get away with uh with doing something like that, but, but man, the problem is is at what point do we do we get stuck with suspensions and we go find something else? I mean, the ESPN even brought up, you know, at at what point are some of these assault charges? 
Yeah, but know. it's a criminal charges. Criminal charges, so, yeah. But because some of these guys aren't coming back, you know. Yeah, no. This this will be like a, the Zapruder film. Like you just got to dig through every little bit to see right. who threw to punches. See it all. Like who did what? It. I mean, it's just a a mess. So what was it that ESPN was saying? Like they thought a Tulsa coach. Yeah. So was, so the halftime crew. I don't I don't know those guys' names, and I, I probably should. But the guy that didn't used to play football and is just an ESPN on-air talent, um, said it looked like a Tulsa coach went after a state co- uh, player, and that's the spark that that crossed it. I watched it 20 times, and I I don't know who started it. I just know at some point in time it, it went ugly fast. Well, were you were you talking about Matt Berry, by the way? Yeah, that's yeah. it. So Matt Matt Berry's a good dude. No, um, no, no, yeah, not not knock on him. I just didn't yeah, know no, his no. name. Um, but I, I, I'm I'm with you. What I saw, and I, if you weren't watching super closely, and you had to come on and immediately talk about it, uh, the thing that stands out the most is the Tulsa coach that does go after a Mississippi State player, but that's not what started the the scuffle. Like obviously, like you said, they were chippy the whole game. Yep. It was it was nasty. Well, not the uh, state guy had like a pretty. Pretty nasty, cheap shot, bat. Well, it, it was a flag. It was a foul. Yeah. Um. And 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 you know, that that didn't go over too well. And and I wonder what you know what sparked it was at the end of the game when they're all kind of coming together, like you know, like they do for a quote unquote handshake. And somebody decided to give number forty a what for and and a talking to, and that and that probably didn't go over too well. Oh, I would I would assume so. Uh, but it wasn't you know it wasn't just that like it had been like that the entire game. Obviously, there was a little bit of a scuffle before the game even started, and there was. Let me think. There were multiple instances of state players talking to the Tulsa sideline during the game. Yep. Uh, there were guys like flipping each other off in the middle of the game. Like it was, it's hard to see two teams like this that there's no real history between them. Like, how did it get that ugly that quickly? Yeah, I don't you know. know. I don't know the answer to that. It, it's weird. Like, I, you never know where the hate's gonna. Get. Like, if you saw the the Bears and the Packers do this, like, okay, that's that's yeah, one they've thing. been hating each other for a hundred years. Yeah, you see. Um, you know, Ole Miss and Mississippi State get into it. All right, like we get makes it. sense. But this one, like Mississippi State and Tulsa playing in in Texas, like what are we talking about? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what to make of it. I don't know what they're going to end up doing. Uh, you would imagine that the players that are still on the team will end up with uh, with some kind of suspension going towards next season, but. I don't know. Like, does the bowl game fine the teams? Do they? I, I don't even. I don't even know what the repercussions could be. Yeah, I don't either. It's a very, very weird situation. It most certainly is. Of course, uh, lots of news out of the NFL today. Uh, like Ryan Fitzpatrick is out. He tested positive for COVID, um, so he will not be playing against the Bills. It's going to be the Tua show. Uh, two more Browns test positive, uh, but Landry and the wide receivers come off the list, so they'll be back this week. Uh, you know, like Alex Smith, it looks like he's going to play this weekend. Uh, Brockers for the Rams, he is on the COVID list now. I mean, it's just a ton of stuff that's that's happening, and and it is really difficult to keep up with. Like, I, I'm, I'm sitting here watching the ticker trying to figure out, okay, how, how do we bet on these games? Like, these are... Uh, almost impossible. Yeah. I mean, just just crazy. Uh, did you see where the NFLPA press called for uh, an end to the mini camps and the OTAs? Yes. So, if we're not going to have any preseason and we're not going to have any mini camps and OTAs, I don't – when are the – these guys are just going to show up and we're just going to start the season? I guess. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't – I don't get this. It's a, you, you get paid a lot of money to. I mean, football is going to get like, the quality of football is going to get worse and worse and worse. It really is. That's oh, yeah. what's going to happen. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand not wanting to work for your money. Like, I, okay, so I take that back. I do understand wanting to get paid to do nothing, right? I think that's yes. everybody's dream. But my God, I mean, go out and, and earn the paycheck. Like, what what are we talking about? 
I don't know. I'm not real thrilled about that. I, I, I already told you the first four weeks of football is terrible play anyway. I mean, it's just garbage football. Yeah. It's a, and, and Matt, you know, our, our physical therapy buddy, uh, yeah. he talks all the time about if there is not the preseason conditioning and, and actual real, you know, and as, as real as it can be, you know, game action – before the season starts, there are injuries galore, and we see them like so prevalently now. I just, I just want to know the argument for it. I want to know the reasoning. I want to know the logic behind it, and then I want to know when are you supposed to start practicing before you start the season. If we're it's not going to have preseason, and we're not going to have OTAs and mini camps, like I guess they're saying they don't get mini camps, but they're still going to do the regular training camp. Yeah, but I the guess. Re- so here's the deal. And coaches will tell you this. This is, this is the problem. The coaches don't get a voice in this. This is players and owners negotiating, and the coaches don't get a say. They're not in the room, all right? They're not barking in this thing. And they're going to tell you that they use the mini camps and the OTAs for conditioning purposes only. They're ju- No one's hitting. You're not going over anything. You're just trying to get these guys in shape. So when you get into training camp, you don't have to worry about focusing on condi- – you don't have to spend half of the day on conditioning. You can actually get into learning the playbook, practicing the things, getting comfortable with your teammates, you know, all of the things that you're supposed to be doing while you're practicing. And if you're having to spend half to, to 75% of those days uh, doing conditioning drills, then that's that's not going to cut it, and you're not going to get a lot done. Yeah. It's, because these guys aren't – It's weird. As a whole, these guys are not coming into training camp in shape. Yeah, now obviously there are some, like you like you were saying there, but there's a lot of them that that just kind of hang out. You know, it, it, it's it's summer break, it's whatever. Yes, and then they come in, and and that's when they start to get to work. But man, it's weird. It is strange. Uh, Casey jumped in. He said San Jose State was a joke. Uh, well, I mean, my God, they had. A bunch of dudes down and both coordinators out. Like, yeah, I was just about to say they lost both their coordinators and a ton of players. I mean, that's and they're playing a good team. Yeah, that's Ball you State's can't good. you can't you can't show up against a good football team with half your team and missing your coaches. That's, I mean, look at Florida last night. That was a disaster. Yeah, yeah. absolute disaster. It'd have been nice to know that they didn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, that would certainly have helped. Um, I mean, they just man, they they looked so bad last night. Kyle Trask throwing three interceptions in that first half. Like, I wonder if Kyle cost himself some money. It's very possible. Um, I don't know. I mean, he looked good enough against Alabama. He was playing with a whole new cast of characters last night. Like, I think I think he'll be fine. But I don't know, man. He announced that he is uh, heading to the NFL today, and that was the uh, the worst kept secret in the world. But yeah. uh, but it is what it is. Let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into NFL Week 17. You ready to do this? Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, so first game up. So all the games are on Sunday this week. Uh, we will start in the noon slate. I've only got three of them that I really want to hit on. Um, let's let's discuss the Cowboys and the Giants. Cowboys are a two-point favorite. It's at New York. I, I kind of like the Cowboys here. They have been playing with some... Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Some gumption? They've been, yeah. they've been playing we'll fight, with something. We'll yeah. fire. Yeah. They they have certainly been playing better as of late, and they still have a chance, same as the Giants, to uh, to win this division. I feel like the Giants have been faltering a little bit. Um, Daniel Jones, I believe, is going to be playing this week. 
I, you know, I believe that the Cowboys are just a better football team than the Giants. I and, agree. I mean, it, it was it was uh, the Giants that the Dak injury happened against, right? Yes. So, yeah, I just I think they're better. Andy Dalton is looking pretty good. They got so many weapons. I think they're going to be able to score in the spot. I I like the Cowboys minus two in this spot. Yeah, I do too. I, I I really do. I don't. I think this Giants team had a little fight in the middle of the season, and then they became who they are. Well, I mean, they're they're just not, not. We talented. didn't. We didn't think they were a good football team before the season started. They're finishing the season exactly the way they started the season, which is looking like not a good football team. Yep, you were right about that. Uh, Steelers and Browns. So obviously, Browns have you know a, a couple of issues as far as COVID goes and whatnot. A uh, game that they probably really need to win. Well, they do have to win. I mean, they have to win. Well, there's still ways for them to get into the playoffs. Everybody, no, there's, but there's really not, though, Gary. You're talking about you need the Jags and you need um, Cincinnati to both win for them to get in. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a that's a problem. That's that's yeah. You're right. You're right. You want to um, put a money line parlay on the Jags and the and the Bengals this week? Be my guest. I will pass on that. Although the Bengals did get a win at the Texans last week, so okay. <laughs> I'm just tell I'm just telling you. I'm no, I agree you, with you. That that they have to win this game. I agree. And I, I believe that they will. Mason Rudolph obviously starting for the Steelers. Um yeah, your last crap jumps in, said, uh, Chris, I'm taking your Patriots this week. And he said, Big Ben's not playing, might have to take Cleveland. Now the line is ten around about, right? Then you can get a I nine. Like number. You know. I that's a that's a really big number. Yeah. Um but I, I I don't believe that the Steelers are going to play really anybody well they that, gotta play some people because you only have a 53 man roster yeah but okay. I, I i believe they're gonna keep as many people out as possible and and not keep them in the game for long and whatever um and the reason i say that is they their bye week was in week three because of the titans having COVID issues it was so in they, week four it was in week four Week four, and uh, yeah, you're right. You're it was right. Week four, nobody had a bye week before week four. Five teams had a bye week in week four. Yeah. So their last bye week was what tw- uh, twelve weeks ago. Yeah. Pretty long time. Yes. And there's there's yeah. no bye for uh, the number two or three seed or whatever. So if you're not playing for a bye anyway. Yeah. No. No. They're resting people. I mean, they're yeah. going to sit people. So yeah, I you know. I think 10's a lot of points. 10 scares me. And and you still have Baker on the other side of the field. And when Baker's on, he looks great. And when he's off, he don't. He most and there's a lot of pressure on, on my Browns to to show up and play right this week. Is there Has there been a bigger Browns game as far as the playoffs are concerned in like the last, what, five years? Um, No, I mean, not really, no. So no, nobody I mean, on this roster has really had to deal with the pressure of, hey, we have to win. Win this game. No. That's a rough oh, spot to be years, in. five years, definitely not. Yeah. That's that's a rough close. spot to be in. Like, it's... It, it, this yeah, it's could desperate. Be and it's against, it, it's against the biggest bully that you've had in your life. Yep. Yep. It, I think it could get interesting. I, I still like the Browns to win. Um, desperation. Like, when you got when you got your back against the wall... Like yeah. I, I'll take that team more times than not, uh, so I, I will roll with the Browns, and I'll, I'll even take the ten here. Um, but man, you know that's that's going to be See, weird. I, w- I would I would not actually. I would actually lay the points. Okay. I think because of that pressure, ten points. Those other guys playing on the other side of the field while they're backups, they're still NFL players. That's true. That <laughs> like they're true. not they're not practice squad guys. Now you got a you got a point. You got a point. Uh, the other noon game I wanted to hit was Dolphins and Bills. Obviously, we just talked about Ryan Fitzpatrick being out for that game. Uh, Casey jumps in. I tried to tell you guys the Bears were going to make the playoffs, and y'all laughed at me. Uh, well, you know. Well, we didn't. <laughs> hey, we didn't laugh at you. But I'm going to tell you this: Don't count your chickens yet, my friend. I mean, there's still stuff that they got to get done here. Yeah. So if if they don't, they need a lot of help if they don't beat uh, the Packers. The Packers. So, either way, uh, Dolphins, Bills, no Ryan Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick. Uh, the Bills, it looks like they're going to sit a bunch of guys this week because they are in the same situation that the Steelers are in. It, they're not getting a bye. So, does home field really matter when it's between Buffalo and Pittsburgh? You know, I, I don't think it does because the weather is 
pretty much the same in both places. I I tend to lean Dolphins here only because of the the desperation factor. Like I, I don't know that uh, that the Bills are going to really go all out here. No, I think they're going to play. I think that's a, that's the Buffalo way, man. They're going to play. They're going to play to win. This is a divisional opponent. They want to beat them. If they want to keep somebody out of the playoffs, they'd much rather it be a divisional opponent than anybody else. And uh, and you're telling me two is playing this whole game. Two is just not ready. Two is two is not ready for the NFL. You might be right about that. You might be right. I um I don't know. Dolphins. They're even with a loss. There is only one combination of wins out there that can keep them out of the playoffs. And, you know, I mean, there's there's like 40-something different. It's not 40, but you get the point. There's a lot of different ways for the Dolphins to be able to make the playoffs, even with a loss here. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But it involves it, – there, there's only three teams really fighting for the, the last two wild-card spots, okay? It's the, it's the you, you have the Browns. You have four teams fighting for one spot. All right, that's that's the list: the Browns, the Colts, the Ravens, and 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 the Dolphins. Okay, four right. teams fighting for three spots. One man's going to get left out. You need the Ravens and the Colts, who are playing nobodies, nobodies, to both lose for the Dolphins to get in. The Dolphins would need all three of those teams to lose. That's their what? That's the magic bullet for them to get in with a loss. Let's see. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, you would need, da, 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 da. let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep, so it, it's between the Colts, Ravens, Browns, Dolphins. And, yeah, you would need all three of those teams to Ooh. lose. And yeah. I think they would beat the Ravens. I think the Ravens are the eighth spot right now. The Colts are currently in the Cur- eighth Okay, the Colts are. So so you would beat the Colts for, for that spot. But, like I said, I I just don't foresee that happening at all. I also don't think the Bills are going to quit on this game. I think the Bills are going to play. Yeah, yeah th- you're probably right about that. You're probably right. Um, moving into the afternoon slate, game that Casey uh, brought up here, he said, hey, by the way, uh, Casey said, Titans missed the playoffs, book it. Uh, I don't know about all that. We're, we're going to talk about that game next. Packers minus five and a half at the Bears I do kind of like the Bears in this spot. I, I don't know what the I don't know what the Packers have to really play for. And I know it's a rivalry game and all that, but we have seen them sit people against the Bears before. And it's another one of those where it, you know, the Bears are desperate for a win. They they have to win to be able to make the playoffs. And they're at home. They have played a lot better as of late. They've kind of switched around their play calling and all that kind of stuff. And and I just don't know. You know, I, I don't know that Aaron Rodgers even necessarily plays longer than like a half, which is kind of crazy. Ca- if that was the case, the, the, the Vegas doesn't think that because then the Bears would be favored in this game. Because yeah. when they played in Lambeau several weeks back, this line was only like Packers minus seven. Yeah, it was like a point and a half different. Okay, I'm I'm telling you, Vegas doesn't think the Packers aren't sitting everybody. Oh, I don't think that they're going to sit everybody. I think they will eventually, like later into the game. But if you think they will eventually, then you think that they're going to just, they don't care about winning, which you wouldn't make them a a five-and-a-half point favorite. They, uh, so they own the tiebreaker over everybody. They already have number one wrapped up. Um, And maybe maybe they just play the game because they they would be the ones to get the I think you play the game because you don't rest people two weeks in a row. Because yeah. we have seen that to be a recipe for disaster for number one seed and number two seed playoff teams. So what are your thoughts here? I like the Packers. I don't think this Bear team is real. I think they've beaten up on some pretty bad teams. And, and you know, I just, I think the Packers are going to continue to put their foot on them. Yeah, the Bears, uh, let's see, they beat the Texans 36-7. to They beat the Vikings 33-27. to They beat the Jags 41-17. to So not great competition, but they do have three wins in a row after they lost, I mean, my gosh, one, two, three, four, five, six games straight um, after opening the season 5-1. and one. And, you know, I mean, they are playing better. Like, I, I, yes. could, I could easily no, see. They're playing much better, much better. Uh, there was an article on ESPN, like early, early today, 
about how Mitchell Trubisky's future uh, might be hinging on the Bears actually beating the Casey Packers. Casey just said Saints get the one seed. I, I don't even no. think with the Saints win and a, and a, and Packers, a Packers loss. loss. No, because the Packers beat them. The Packers yeah. are 12-3. They three, would have the, the same record, and the Packers have, have the head-to-head. Yeah. So, Saints aren't getting the number one. Like, yeah. There's there's no, there's yeah, no they're, way. They're mathematically impossible, I, I so, think. Um, but, yeah, I... So, so if everybody play, man, I'm going to take the Bears with the points. I think they're playing better. I don't know that they win the game, but I think that they can keep it close. Um, uh, Casey said three-way ties, Saints get the number one seed. So, that so would, they would be, need, they would need Seattle to win, New Orleans Saints to, win, to win, and then the Packers to lose. And in that case, I mean, I guess, yeah. I, I guess because the Saints have the better division record. I think the Packers are going to play to win. I don't think they're sitting anybody. Hey, you're probably I'll tell you right. what I think. And I think Vegas thinks that too, by the way, or else this number wouldn't be that way. Yeah. Now you, you've got, and if the Packers play everybody, I like the Packers to win. I like the Packers to cover. I'm going to take the bears with the points, not necessarily to win, but, well, yeah, but plus five and a half. I, I like them at home. I think, I think their offense has figured some things out. Uh, I will, I will roll with that. Um, let's see. Titans minus seven and a half at the Texans. Does the J.J. Watt speech from last week do anything? So, I actually heard a couple of former NFL players talk on a couple of podcasts this week about how that speech really doesn't play very well in the locker room. That I, I So, we talked about that on And what, I Monday? told you before, I think that those guys don't really listen to J.J. anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think he is a leader because of all of the donations and the benefits and what he has meant to the city of Houston and how good of a guy he is. But I don't know in that locker room, is he the greatest leader there's ever been? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do wonder like, so that was the thing, right? We don't know that he's uh, much of a leader on that team anyway, because if he was, uh, no, there's not a ton of talent, but like if you've got good leadership, you still got NFL players. Like, yep. and you got Deshaun Watson. You got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. That's right. And and yet you're sitting at four and eleven. Like, it, this cannot be something that he just decided to say this week. Like, if if it's something that that he's been working on, that he's been telling these guys in the locker room, and it still did nothing, and now he wants to call them out publicly. I don't know how much that helps things either. Yeah. So it, I just can't imagine that he didn't actually talk to the guys in the locker room about this before he went out and said it publicly. I don't know. That wouldn't surprise me. It so, wouldn't shock me that he, he would never say it in the locker room but say it to the TV camera. I'm telling you, yeah, he's yeah, a really good guy, but he kind of does all these good things when cameras are around all yeah, the time. That is that is true. Uh, Matt Miller said, um, oh, I love his passion. I wish they traded him to a contender. Um, nah, he's fine where he's at. <laughs> and then Ryan Johnson said Derrick Henry's going to get 300 rushing yards. That is the biggest thing about this team is they cannot stop the run. They hadn't been able to do it all year, and now you're going up against, I mean, should we say that they're the best rushing offense in, in the NFL? Well, they're not the best rushing offense in the NFL. They're not close. Who, well, he's the best running back, yeah. but the Browns have the best rushing offense in the NFL. Uh, that's a that's a valid point. The I Ravens probably have bit. the second best rushing offense in the NFL. Uh, you might be right about that. Yeah. So, so he he might be the best back, but last week he did nothing to a, against a team that's really bad at stopping the run. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, you. You got a, a valid point there. Um, let's see. For, let's see, rushing yards per game. You got the Ravens at number one. You got the Titans yeah. number two. Uh, the Cardinals three. The Browns four, and the Patriots five. Um, yeah. So the Titans average fifteen yards per game on the ground more than the Browns do. Uh, but the Ravens, of course, handle all that with one hundred seventy-seven yards per game to one sixty for the Titans, and then it's one forty-five for Arizona, the Browns, and the Patriots. So, yeah. uh, but, but either but way, Cle- Cleveland has played. Eight games without Chubb. Yeah. Oh, That's, absolutely. That, that changes the number. If the Titans play eight games without Henry, it, it skews the number. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're 30th. They're not, 
Let's, they're not three. They're, they got a three in the number, but they're not three. No, they're certainly not. They are certainly not. Uh, so I get. I, I'm going to take the Titans here. Like I, I, I don't. I don't like the Texans. I, I, they are typically terrible going on the road to Houston. Like NRG Stadium is a house of horrors for that bunch. But this is a different kind of season, man. Like I, I trust them more than I trust because the Titans, if they lose, could literally be out of the playoffs. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out where they fall if they don't win the division. But do they have anywhere to go in the in the ranking of of are they eight? Are they nine? Are they where are they against the Dolphins and the Browns and the Ravens? That's and, and I don't know that by the way. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Um, man, if you if you put a gun in my head, I got I would take the points and and Texans just because it's more than a touchdown and the Titans have looked so blah lately. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd like them to come out and, and and have some fire, but I could easily see this being a field goal game that we're cussing the TV at at about three o'clock Sunday afternoon. <laughs> you got a valid point. You have a very valid point. Um, maybe I roll Texans. Maybe I. If if it wasn't for the hook, I'd probably take the Titans. But you're telling me it's more than a touchdown. I don't know if they beat anybody by more than a touchdown the last couple of weeks, man. They haven't looked good at all. And they and they did that like even at the beginning of the season when they started out undefeated. Like, that's right. That's right. They were they were scraping by. They were scraping by against good teams. I think this time they're scraping by against bad teams. Yeah. Let me look at the schedule. I'm trying to pull the schedule up. Let's see. I'll let you do that. I'm looking. They beat the it. hell out of Jacksonville. Oh, they beat the hell out of Detroit too. They just look bad against. Uh, Against Packers. Green Bay, I guess. Huh. They lost to Cleveland, then beat the hell out of two teams. Then, you know what? Give me the Titans. Give you the Titans. I'm with you. I'm, give, I'm with you. Give me the Titans. They're not okay. that bad. I don't know why I had this opinion that they were scraping by teams. That, well, that because, they definitely did that at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's They're, what I was yeah, Their say. first three wins were all by one point, one point, two points, and then they beat the hell out of Buffalo, which doesn't that look weird now? Uh, it most certainly does. It most certainly does. Uh, let's see. Touchdown, West by God, Virginia. Jumps in Kirk Gray. Uh, Casey said the Giants are going to win the East. And uh, Ryan said the Titans are covering. They got good corners. Uh, they do have good corners, but my God, man, they have not been good all season. So the first like, time they played Houston this year, they only beat them by six. This is why the hook scares the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. But that's a, that's one of those where they just scrape by like a bad team. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll um, stick with the Titans. I don't care. This is a, we're just picking games because they're big games. Yep. Uh, Seahawks minus six and a half against the 49ers. So I kind of love this game. I kind of love this game. I, th- I think Seahawks are rolling right now. I really do. And I think this 49ers team is very much a yin and yang kind of game week in and week out. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. You are 100% right about that. I, I think the Seahawks are hitting postseason form. And and they typically do this under, um, I mean, my God, what's uh, uh, Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll? Yeah, yeah, they do this under Pete Carroll all the time. Yeah, play so, your base, best football at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's the yeah. the best way to go about it. Um, I'm looking at the playoff scenarios right now, and there is, even with a loss, there is no scenario that Tennessee does not make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, take say, that back. Take that it, back. There's one scenario and that would be if Miami Cleveland Baltimore uh and Indianapolis all win and Tennessee loses yeah they all have to win and Tennessee lose you got it now the sad thing is is all of those teams are favored well not Miami oh Miami's not that's right you're right you're right so they only need one upset there you go yeah they they would they would need one uh well they would need all the favorites to win basically yeah yeah all right, um, all right. So back to Seahawks minus six and a half. Uh, Pete Carroll does this all the time. They do look really good right now. DK Metcalf is is something else. Uh, Ryan, of course, comes in. Jamal Adams is a game changer. Yeah, it, he kind of disappeared for a long time this season because that defense was so terrible, and and the defense has kind of got this thing figured out, man. Yeah, like well, I, he was hurt. He missed several games. They had a couple other guys that were injured that were hurt. You know, that we they're not the Legion of Boom anymore. We don't know all these guys' names the way we used to. But uh, but they've had a lot of guys come in and out, made a couple of trades, and uh, 
and and the defense has gotten better. The offensive line is what's putrid right now. Um, that uh, the offense gets stuck in the mud a lot to have as much talent as they have, simply because they can't they can't block anybody. But uh, I, mean, I just it's, if you know if you, it's, it's week seventeen, they're fighting for you know for 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 you know just hierarchy in the playoff world. I don't know that in the NFC it matters if you want to be the one seed because you want the buy. But outside of that, man, I the last team in for the NFC I don't know is a whole lot worse than the best team in the NFC right now. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, I I do kind of like the Seahawks minus the six and a half. I know it's a lot of points and whatnot. Forty uh, ers of course, you know, have looked good, but in spots, yeah, and they look real bad in spots. Is I mean, they just game, rolled off three losses in a row before that last win. Is this game in um, in Santa Clara? No, no, it's in Arizona. Crazy. That's a that's a weird way to end the in the season. Uh, speaking of Arizona, Cardinals minus three against the Rams. Uh, Cardinals have to bless you. Cardinals have to win and again. <laughs> so the Cardinals have to win this game. Yeah. Um, and, and otherwise, we, we did have somebody that jumped in and said, uh, if the Cardinals don't win this weekend, somebody needs to be fired. Uh, do you agree with that? Um, I kind of think Cliff Kingsbury deserves to be fired anyway, but it's only a second year. Eh, I don't know. I, I don't think he's good. I'll tell you this. I would have never pulled the trigger to hire him to begin with because I, I don't think you can be a mediocre coach in college and then come to the NFL and be great. Yeah. Okay. You can be better than what you had in the past, but that's not what you're going for, all right? And my philosophy is as soon as you know you have a losing hand, you fold it. But I knew he was a loser before we folded, before we got the cards. So, you yeah. know, would I have fired him? Yeah. But I also wouldn't be in this situation because I'd have never hired him. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I do think that they will – well, I don't know, man. It, it, so, Kyler Murray still looks a little eh, a little, a little beat up. Um, Rams do have a lot of issues though. Cooper cup, of course, uh, he's on the COVID list and, and what they, they've got several other guys that are going to be out for this game. Uh, but the Rams kind of need a win too. I, mm, some of these are really tough in week 17, man. Yeah, no, it really, now I think both these teams are trying because they're both trying to make the damn playoffs, but the Rams, I mean, golf has been awful, and is golf's not playing, right? He had surgery on his thumb. Surely yeah. he's not playing. No, he's he's not playing. Okay. I, don't, I mean, it's got to be advantage Cardinals, but at, at the same time, like, I don't know what Kyler Murray's going to look like. Like I was just about to say, I don't. well, I'm not worried about that. I, I'm more concerned with, does that really hurt the, the, the Rams to not have <laughs> golf? It may not. It really may not. So, I don't know. Uh, Matt Miller said John Wofford looks like the white version of Kyler Murray. He's a small dude, you know. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you never know. I, it, Sean McVay has done crazy things with offenses right. in the past, and if you don't know what you got coming at you, then I could see it being a, a thing. So, that's uh, Ryan said Kyler Murray practiced fully today. Yeah, no, I saw that, but it, still, like he's still dealing with with issues. So, and when he's not man, 100%. I used to, I hate when a guy's playing badly and, and all of a sudden, like, he has played football for eight weeks and he definitely kind of hurt his shoulder, tweaked his shoulder about eight weeks ago. But if he hasn't missed a game and he hasn't missed a practice, it ain't bad enough to where we can blame it on that. And at some point in time, it's, this is on him. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Um, I will I tell, give, me the, like, give me the, give me the Cardinals. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Screwing up this. Ninety-seven percent of the world is on the Cardinals, but give me the Cardinals. I'm not taking the Rams. I'm just not doing it. Okay, I'll uh, I'll take the Cardinals. They don't have the two of their best weapons. I'm out. I I like it as well. I like it as well. All right. Finally, the Sunday night football game. Your Washington football team with head coach Ron Rivera heading up to Philadelphia to take on Jalen Hurts in his fourth career start. Um. The Eagles are are bad, and the Eagles opened up as a one point favorite here. It is all the way out to Washington minus two. Is there? I mean, obviously there's a way for the Eagles to get the win. It looks like Alex Smith is going to be playing this weekend. Do we trust Washington to be able to get it done on the road? 
I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I hope so. God, I hope so, man. I got that ticket. I believe in this team. I love this team. They are quarterback away from being good. I need to know, uh, uh are, are some of their off is Gibson playing? I need to know, you know, do they get some of the off of offensive weapons back to try to move that thing? I do think this, I think Hertz is going to struggle against this defensive front. Oh yeah. That's it. Ryan jumps in. He said, Jalen Hurts is going to be contained against this defense. This defense is not what Jalen Hurts wants to see when he's trying to get acclimated to the NFL. You are correct. That's in their division, and he's going to see this defense a lot if he keeps that job over the next couple of years. Terry Terry jumps in. He said, this is where Chris's ticket on the football team pays off. Who would have thought that? I can't believe it. And and I, I need Alex Smith to be the greatest Alex Smith he's ever been in his life. One time. One um, time for me. What was it? Plus 1,100? Yeah. That's a pretty good payout, man. Yeah, that's not bad. That. You don't hit many of these in the world, okay? You just don't. That's why no. you buy them, because every now and then they come through. You got that Who, right. who would have thought? Uh, Casey said Eagles and Giants. I, I don't know what that means. Well, if that's the case, then the Giants win the division. He's yeah. saying that's who's going to win these two games. Okay. Well, I mean, cheers to you. I, I don't buy it, but, <laughs> but we will see. No, I, uh, I actually think both those teams are wrong. But Yeah, no, same here. Same here. Uh, you want to jump into NFL picks? Yeah, let's go. Let's go ahead and do this. NFL picks for Week 17. Uh, I'll start us off. I'm going to take the Dolphins plus three at the Bills. So, I got to ride with Tua. Uh, I just I believe that the Dolphins want this game more. They have a, a fantastic defense. I, I, you know, I know the Bills are getting better and all that kind of mess. I don't know how much the Bills want this one, and and the Dolphins have to have it. So I, I'll I'll ride Dolphins plus three. I'm taking the Bills minus the three, and I'm telling you right now that that's just wrong. Um, the, the who who wants this thing is just crazy. These are professionals. They're fighting. They're playing football, and they're not getting better. They are better. They're realistically could be in the conversation for the best team in football. Okay, the yeah. Chiefs definitely do not want to play this Bills team. They are hoping and praying and begging that somebody knocks them off. Well, wouldn't that be an incredible AFC championship game? My goodness. Hey, uh, somebody. Somebody brought Terry said what no Carolina preview and no there ain't that ain't what we're talking about today. The brother. game doesn't matter, Terry. Yeah, uh, there was somebody that asked about um, that, 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 uh, how many teams in the AFC. This is Matt Miller. How many teams in the AFC would you take to win the Super Bowl before you got to an NFC team? I don't think so it's the, that many. Well, I I, ooh, I don't know. I, I do like the Packers. That's what I was going to say. Outside of the Packers, there are none that I would take for a while. Um, but even with the Packers, I would take the Chiefs. I would take the Bills. I, I know that that's it's crazy, but I think I would take like a Titans or a Colts over them too. I know they just beat the hell out of the Titans. I was in Lambeau. It was in the snow. This game's going to be played in Tampa. I, I just think teams that can run the football and play really good defense – are going to give the Packers fits, and so any team, and then the Ravens as well. I, I, I think I would take a lot. I, okay, okay, I can get down with that. I really do. I have looked and looked and looked to try to find an early um, AFC NFC line on the game, and and to just go ahead and bet a lot on the AFC champion. Now that makes sense. That makes because sense. if the Packers don't make it, if they get upset and they get beat by one of these teams, holy shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like. I know the Saints just beat the hell out of a lot of people, and they're really good. I'm telling you, Drew Brees ain't winning the Super Bowl. He's just not. That it, arm is dead. It's dead. He's yeah. got no gas in it whatsoever. I love Russell Wilson, but that team is just can't get out of their own way. I agree. And I agree. none of the rest of the teams that would make it would I trust at all. Uh, Kurt Gray asked, "Are we on Army today?" And yeah, we're yeah. on Army. Yep. Nine and a half is what I got. What number did you get? I got nine. Okay. So, but I, I bet it a little earlier. So, you know, I'd, I'd still feel pretty good about it. Oh yeah, so, I do too. Right now we're what seven ten. Yeah, I've, I've checked. That's it. if we had waited until right before kickoff, we could have got like ten. Ten and a half. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. No, it, I got it really, it. I, this morning. This morning I made a couple of plays, and that's when I took Army. There you go. Um, all right, so moving on to the second pick. I, I took Dolphins plus three. You took Bills minus three. I yep. am taking the Browns minus nine. That, that You can find it at, at several different books. Uh, the Steelers are going to play like nobody. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Ray, Mason Rudolph, I don't trust him uh, to be able to hit the broadside of a barn throwing the football. So I am going to take the Browns. I don't think the Steelers look very good in this one uh, because they don't have to have it. They are more concerned with resting guys than they are playing this game. So I think we're going to go against each other than a lot of these things. And let me tell you why is because I think there's way too much, way too much importance put on got to have it every year. Yeah. And the teams that have to win do oftentimes win, but the, the line is inflated. It's oh, yeah. built into the number. And, and, and I'm going against a lot of those. I'm betting on, on a couple of teams that don't got to have it. Uh, and so one of these games got to have it. It matters to both of them. My next bet, I'm going to take the Cowboys minus the two. Uh, you can find the Cowboys minus one. I, I don't care. I, the Cowboys are going to beat the Giants. It's going to be at least a field goal game. Um, I, I just think this offense is rolling. This defense is finding ways to get stops. This Giants football team has collapsed. Yes, I'm also on the uh, the Cowboys minus two, 100%. And you can actually find like a one and a half out there. Yeah, uh, you can find a one. Uh, but the odds are so juiced. Isn't it like minus yeah. 120 or I was going to say like it's that? minus 120. I'm, I'm not worried about it. I know yeah. it's weird to just give away points, but I, 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 I think, think it's, it's going to be a field goal game. Yeah, that's it. It, I think it could be worse than that. I really, I really well, I do think, too. I do too. I really think it could get ugly. Yeah, but that's that's kind of where I'm at on it. Um, let's see. Oh, go ahead with your uh, your third pick. Oh, my third pick. One of those weird ones. I, I'm taking the Jags plus the 14. I like the Colts. I think the Colts are going to win the football game. There's no world in which I think the Jags are going to start the season beating the Colts and end the season beating the Colts. I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't think they're beating them by 14. This Jags team is fighting like hell. Um, last week, they got the crap beat out of them by the Ravens. But the Ravens are significantly better than the Colts. That's just the truth. And a couple of times in every game, uh, Phillip Rivers is going to give the other team the ball. And when he does, that's going to be the difference between beating somebody by 14 and beating them by 11. That's just what's going to happen. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, so I'm taking the points. I think this is inflated because the Colts have to have it and the Jags are done. Uh, Ryan asked, is DJ Chark playing? And uh, don't know and not really worried. He hasn't He hasn't been a major contributor the last couple of weeks. So uh, He missed practice. Uh, DraftKings Nation says it uh, doesn't look like he's going to play against I was going to say, I would assume he's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so, but I don't necessarily know that it matters. So they they got dudes. So they, yeah. uh, Lavisca Chenault will handle uh, all. Well, no, the they've dudes. got they got some other guys. Cole's out there playing yeah. really well, and and they <laughs> they're going to run the football, and they're not going to beat the Colts. Okay. Yeah, I don't but think they they're going to beat the Colts. Like they can keep it within fourteen. I just think they can keep it within fourteen. Totally fair. Uh, I am taking the Bears plus five and a half at home against the Packers. Again, I don't know that they win the game, but I do feel like they are playing way, way better right now. And yeah, it's been against lackluster competition, whatever. Uh, but that defense, I believe, can keep them in this ball game. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna take the five and a half. It, I think this might end up being like a field goal kind of game. And, and it could end up going either way. So I will take the Bears plus five and a half. Yeah, all right. So I'll take the Packers minus five and a half. Yep. I think Aaron Rodgers is locked on there. He's loaded. And and they, they want to win this football game. That makes sense. Makes sense. Um, finally, Titans minus seven and a half at the Texans. Texans cannot stop the run. I think that the J.J. Watt thing, we talked about this already. I think that that uh, actually hurt the locker room more than helped. I don't know that anybody is going to be more motivated to play because J.J. Watt called them out in the middle of a news conference. Um, I think the Titans just kind of run all over them, and the, and the Texans just get out of this season and say, all right, that that obviously didn't go well. We'll just come back again next year. Like, I, I'm all over the Titans on this one. Yeah. All right, and I got the Seahawks minus the six and a half um, against the 49ers. 49ers have been a weird team, and uh, they looked really good last week, but they don't tend to look great two weeks in a row. That is true. That is very, very true. Uh, Joseph Gomez said Bears backdoor cover is open, but over is a better play. Uh, let's see. Casey said Texans get the W. Ryan said Packers are going to blow out the Bears. Aaron Rodgers has an 80% completion when throwing under three seconds. Uh, I, okay. <laughs> I mean, the Bears are going to try and get after him, but, uh, you know, here's what it is. Uh, Brown Yeta said it's weird that no matter how high-flying offenses get, defense and running will win nine out of ten times. Build your team around ground and pound. Well, that's who wins the Super Bowls, right? Yeah. If you play good defense and you can control the ball, you control the line of scrimmage, those teams tend to win the Super Bowls. 
I guess uh, I guess that would be you know Saints being able to uh, to do something like that. But yeah, I mean, and that's and that's how the Saints are going to have to win. Yeah, they that's, have that's a the only great defense and they have a great run game. Yeah, I can get down with it. I can get down with it. All right, is there anything else we need to talk about? Man, I think that's it. Let's get out of here. That's a, you. You ready to uh, bring in a new year? Uh, yeah, I man, it's fun. You got sure. some resolutions? Mm, I don't really do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> me either <laughs> every day every day my my goal in my entire life every day is just be better than i was yesterday and if yes. i cocked up yesterday whatever if i'll cock up today it's well yeah you on. just move on to the next one just just keep put one foot in front of the other ryan uh ryan jumps in chris is gonna get wasted today maybe not man it's cold it's nasty it's rainy yeah. i don't really sit in my house and drink ever i don't know if that's a weird thing or not i always go to the back deck the back porch whatever get a bonfire going it's been gross the last couple of days i, yes. I doubt i do i doubt I, I do i would i would bet that you don't just i wish that i had some football on tonight i'm not real happy about that yeah yeah ditto um, i know it doesn't do great ratings because everybody's normally out but didn't they know that it was COVID and everybody's not really going out partying so let's put a goddamn football game on for me come on <laughs> well didn't they so they had the uh the texas bowl tonight and that thing got canceled yeah so. move somebody in this slot move one of those games that was scheduled for tomorrow into this slot tonight that wouldn't hurt anybody i think you're probably right about that so I, I agree with you. I agree. All right. Let's go on and get out of here. We got things to do. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Subscribe everywhere that you need to be subscribed. And, and go over to Apple Podcast and leave us a nice five-star review. We would certainly appreciate that. Hit that like button for us. Tell a friend. All that kind of stuff. Uh, Terry said, but Chris, you like cocking up, man. <laughs> I don't know about all oh, that. Man. I don't know about all that. All right, you guys are the best. Thank you for jumping in for the last show of 2020. We are finally getting rid of this god-awful year, and uh, and then we will move on to the next one. Hopefully better things are in store for each and every one of us. Um, so let's go ahead and get out of here. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other, especially this evening. And hopefully, hopefully we can cash some tickets. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.